0: Now here's your host and career success expert Rebecca Allen. Hi, welcome on in. This is episode 39 with me, Rebecca Allen. I'm a career success coach and today we're talking about career strategy. Yes, career strategy. It is the number one most important thing that you can bring to your career. And I really want to talk about this today. I've been busting actually to talk about this for a while now, but um, I've been waiting for the opportune moment and today seems like the opportune moment. So here we are. So... One thing that I have observed, and tell me if you feel the same way, see, tell me if you have seen this too. It's this idea that you can be the brightest person in the room, but that doesn't necessarily guarantee your success, right? You can be the most experienced person in the room, but that doesn't necessarily guarantee your success. Essentially, being clever, having degrees, having experience, these are skills and knowledge. Um, But here's the thing, without Without a strategy, without a career strategy, knowing how you're going to leverage and market those skills and that experience, you don't actually have what you need to be truly successful. The skills alone are not enough. And here is why. I have, I've been coaching now for 13 years And as you know, I specialize in coaching women because women, you ladies, you have unique challenges. You absolutely have unique challenges. And I've been working in the space of career strategy and personal branding to help you really build that executive presence for, like I say, 13 years. And to be honest, I see a lot of fabulous women come through our business every single year and they're very good at organizational strategy right? They're good at their jobs. They're good at what they're doing, but less good at applying that same concept of strategy to themselves and to their careers. And that's not just women, of course, but I always like to caveat that. I only work with women, so that is my area of reference. And I kind of see it like this. like If you have no career strategy, it's kind of like going on holiday And it's a holiday that someone else has booked for you, where they haven't told you where you're going, you don't know where you're going, you don't know how you're going to get there, you don't know what's packed in your bag, if you even have a bag, you don't know what's going to happen along the way, you don't know what's going to happen when you get there. You're a total pawn in someone else's game. And I mean that to be abrupt, because it's supposed to be abrupt, because I want you To wake up if you don't have a sense of career strategy in terms of where you're going and what you want from your career because it's down to you to define that strategy, not other people. So how does this idea show up in client conversations? I think it's really useful to have a think about what that sounds like when we are struggling with strategy, when we don't have a strategy, what does that sound like? So I think the first way, there's kind of probably two ways. The first way is it's like this somebody might say to me that she feels like she's drifting in her career maybe she says she's lacking clarity about what she wants i'm unsure i'm unsure how i got here rebecca you know i've got to this point in my career and i actually have no idea how i've got here um this was never my path sometimes happens this was a path that was chosen for me maybe by a parent maybe by a former boss they might just say, "Look, I feel like I'm settling. I'm settling for a role that's really not good enough. I know it's not good enough, but do I have the energy? Do I have the skill set? Do I have the experience that's needed to help me move into another space? You know, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling inspired. I just feel like I'm coasting here. So I think there's no strategy here because they don't really know what their endpoint is, right? And they don't know where they're going to. So if you don't know the endpoint, you can't possibly know." what success looks like do you hear what me what I'm saying it's like if you don't know where you're going to how do you know when you've been successful you will never feel successful because you're never achieving these kind of uh, milestone goals in terms of you know ticking off the um, you're going in this direction you're ticking this thing off you're making this progress in your career you're making the steps happen that you need to happen I think a second scenario happens where a client might be equally frustrated, but for slightly different reasons. So these clients are really hardworking, but they're not getting the recognition. They're ambitious. They're not feeling, they're feeling invisible, but they're kind of working really, really hard. So I think in this second scenario, again, career strategy is lacking. Working really hard is not a strategy. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to say that out loud. I've said it before. But working your butt off and hoping that that's going to result in recognition is not a strategy. Working hard lacks a strategy. Okay, so you know I've spoken about Jim Rohn before. Um, he's a motivational speaker. He's an author. Well, he was. He's passed away now, um, but he has written a number of books. And there is this really lovely quote that has always stuck in my brain from him, which is: "Success is twenty percent skills and eighty percent strategy." You might know how to succeed, but more importantly, what's your plan to succeed? So you might have the skills to succeed. You might have the knowledge. You might have the experience. But do you have the strategy to leverage those skills? That's what I'm talking about. You're having the skills is just not enough. We need to learn how to leverage our talents, leverage what we've got, Do you have the strategy to put yourself in line for the right roles that are going to give you the visibility you want, the opportunities you want? I find that, you know, a lot of people are in roles that really don't play to their strengths. And if you're in a role where you're not playing to your strengths, of course, you're not going to show up in your greatest light. You're not going to show up um, as resourceful as you could potentially be. You're not going to be energized. You're not going to really give your best. And again, that falls down on having no strategy. It's like we're just settling for something that's not quite right. I know it's not quite right in my heart, but I'm settling and I'm saying that that's okay. You know, from a personal branding perspective, do you have a strategy to build alliances with people to help you in your career? That's another very important aspect of personal brand strategy when it comes to your career. I'm going to give you five examples, okay, I've been thinking of this, five examples that I want to share with you today to help you sort of see what happens when you don't have a career strategy, to help you understand how important having career strategy is, okay, the first one, which is a really, really common one that I hear a lot in our business I feel unrecognized, Rebecca. I feel invisible in this organization. Like I say, I'm working my butt off, but I'm just not getting the recognition I want. So I think that is the first problem, the first challenge, if you like, when it comes to um, not having a career strategy. The second one is this idea of being passive or drifting in your career. And what that means is that your path will still be chosen, it just will not be chosen by you. It's like the person choosing your holiday for you and you're just going on this holiday unwittingly, not really knowing where you're going, what you're doing. You know, they've signed you up for a bungee jump and you don't even know. But it's that idea, right, that you just don't have any control. You're not making the decisions for yourself. Somebody else along the line is making those decisions for you. And it could be anybody, right? It could be a parent who's told you you need to go down a particular track. I find that's a really interesting one. It does happen. You know, I have people in their 40s and 50s sometimes who say to me, this was never a path that I chose. My parents wanted me to do this. But it can also be a boss. A boss can make a decision for you, put you into a role that you, you know, weren't really sure about, but you didn't make much of a fuss about. And now you find yourself on this totally different trajectory than you had intended. So you've got to um, be aware, I think, that if you're asking that question, how did I get here? It could be that you've allowed it to happen. The third example I think that's really interesting what happens when you don't have a career strategy is you miss out on better opportunities. And that's partly because you're not looking for them because you're not thinking about the strategy and the path that you want to go on. So because you're not thinking about them, when these opportunities happen, it's almost like you don't hear them. It's almost like you're oblivious to them. It's almost like it goes in one ear and out the other or if it's even gone into your brain at all. So it's about missing out on opportunities simply because you're not looking for them and you're not asking for them. I think those two things go hand in hand. The fourth example of what happens when you don't have a career strategy is that you start blaming, right? You start blaming other people. You start blaming the world. You start maybe blaming past decisions that you've made for your current circumstances and you feel helpless. You feel like a victim in that space, And I think the final one is when you don't have a career strategy, I think there's a lot of scarcity in your thinking. So what do I mean by that? Um, So you might say to yourself, look, there's just no good jobs out there. There's a scarcity mindset. There's not enough of everything to go around. I don't get good opportunities. Other people get good opportunities. Other people are successful, but not me. That doesn't happen to me. That's the kind of thing that happens to other people. Okay, so listen up if you are if you're identifying with any of those five indicators that you're lacking a career strategy. And that is that sudden exploration that I've just given you is making you feel a bit down, maybe making you feel a bit glum. Then I don't want you to feel like that. I really don't want you to feel that way because today could be the day where you decide to turn this around. Okay, I talk all the time about having choice points, moments in time where you have a choice, where you can make a decision to do something differently. And I want to just say something else about that because sometimes beliefs pop in at this juncture. People will say things like, but I'm too young, Rebecca, to be making this kind of decision. I've not got enough experience. And conversely, I hear clients also say to me, but I'm too old, Rebecca, to make this kind of decision. It's it's too late in my career. But these are just beliefs, all right? And if there are a belief that's telling you you can't do something, in my world, they're not welcome here. We need to... Define what we want first and foremost, and then overcome any barriers, overcome any of those objections to making that outcome a reality. It is never too early, it is never too late to have a career strategy. It doesn't matter where you are on your career path, it's all about making proactive decisions to define what it is you want and then pursuing it. That is essentially what it is. And to be honest, I did this years ago. I went through this process. I decided that I no longer wanted to drift in a role that I was in. And it really wasn't fulfilling me anymore. And I knew it in my heart. I knew it in my guts. You tend to feel these things in your heart, your guts, your head. I definitely had it in my heart. I felt tight in my chest. I felt um, suppressed in that space. And my stomach was always churning, you know, at the thought of, going into the office again and I knew I was made for something different I knew I was actually made for more I knew I could give more and a different kind of value and I knew that there were opportunities out there that would be better for me that would be more aligned with my strengths that would be more aligned with my passions and that's when I found coaching and that's when I moved into this space and I got over that hurdle of settling and I decided that I was better and I was you know worth more than staying in that space. And that's why I absolutely love coaching women who want the same thing. I know what it feels like. I know exactly what it feels like when you feel that sense of dread and that sense of feeling stuck and how empty it feels when you don't feel fulfilled. And that frustration, because you know that you're intelligent, you know that you're an achiever, you know that you can do more, be more, um, but you just don't quite know how to do it. And that's why... Like I say, I just love working with women who want to do the same, who want to push for the opportunities that really serve them, for the opportunities that give them their best opportunity to shine. And that's why career strategy is so important. It is about defining what you want and going for it. So let's just talk about what it looks like when you do have a career strategy, because we've talked about what it looks like when you don't and how frustrating that is. But let's talk for a moment about what it does look like when you have a career strategy. I'm going to share maybe three, yeah, I'm going to share three ideas with you to help you see the value, if you haven't seen it already from this conversation, and to help you start thinking about what steps you can start taking if you're feeling in that sort of stuck, trapped place and you want to move into something a lot more empowering, a lot more enriching, a lot more exciting than this is the conversation we need to have right now. So I think the first thing that absolutely happens when you start having that sense of career strategy, and that strategy doesn't need to be really rigid, by the way. It can be something that's quite big picture, um, but it doesn't have to be something you feel like you have to stick to rigidly at all. But I think the thing that happens when you do have that sense of where you want to go, you get this sense of power, And you get this sense of esteem because you are suddenly in the driving seat. You're deciding that you're worth more and that that sort of drift in this drifting malarkey that you're kind of in. And you say you you deserve to be happy and you deserve to be fulfilled and you deserve to be using your strengths only and not using your weaknesses or areas that just don't inspire you and you deserve to be adding the value that you want to every day. That's not just some sort of pipe dream. That's a reality for literally hundreds of clients who've come through my practice. They are now in a space where they are adding the value they're adding. They are you know, achieving things that they never thought they were capable of. I've The number of times I've had conversations with clients where they've said to me at the end of their coaching program, you know what, Rebecca, I am now doing something I never, ever imagined possible for me. That's amazing for me that is like the biggest most successful outcome for me that I've got clients who are pushing themselves beyond what they ever imagined possible I love that concept so when you start building that sense of esteem of course you start saying to yourself well what else am I capable of what else can I do here where else can I add value where else can I build alliances where else where else where else suddenly everything is possibility And that's what I absolutely love about the shifts that we make in our business. I think the second thing that happens that is also extremely powerful is knowing what you want also means being very clear and easily saying no to projects that are essentially not on brief. That is hugely Empowering. You know, say, for example, you're given an opportunity to go and work, I don't know, in a different office in a different country, for example, and that's just not actually on brief. You might historically have just jumped to that opportunity and said, yes, that's going to be the best thing for me ever. But actually, if it's not on your strategy, if it's not aligned with your values, if it's not aligned with what it is you're looking to achieve, then maybe it's not the right opportunity for you right now. And I think when you do have strategy and when you do have clarity about what it is you want, it makes it super duper easy to say no to opportunities or potential opportunities that you just don't think are actually a good fit for you or a good enough fit for you. Sometimes these opportunities seem fantastic, but you know you can sense check and you can ask yourself, well, look, what do I actually think? Is this you know aligned with my best interests? Is this aligned with my family's best interests? Is this you know in connection with my aspirations and my values or not? And I think, again, when you realize that you have control over these kinds of decisions, it just helps you build esteem and you start to see yourself as the pilot of your own plane, rather than some passenger at the back of the plane, just going wherever it is on this crazy holiday (laughs) And, and seeing where you end up. The third reason why I think career strategy is so important is it's not just about the now. And I think you you know, I think this is often a surprising thing when I speak with my clients and we talk start talking about career strategy and what that looks like and the opportunities that they're looking for. It's not about just the role that you're in right now. It's also about thinking much bigger picture about where you actually want to go and how this current role fits in to that bigger vision. And I think that is the, you know, really interesting space like I say, it's not about having a fixed, rigid plan. It's definitely about having flexibility, but we need to have this vision of where we're headed. And we have a phenomenal coaching program at Illuminate Personal Growth that you might be interested to know more about. It's called the Career Accelerated Game Plan. And over a number of weeks, you're going to learn how to define exactly what you want from your career, not just the short term, but also the long term. So you're thinking a lot bigger picture about how you want to apply yourself and to define the kind of value that you want to be adding. In that course, we also look at really getting super clear on your job description and also um, your KPIs, because it's phenomenally common that people don't have clear job descriptions or KPIs drawn up. And it's a travesty because without those two things in place, you never, ever have a means to measure your success, and therefore you never, ever have a means to um have any leverage when it comes to performance review time or pay review time because there are none of these things in place so this course that we take you through in the career accelerator game plan is very much about defining those aspects and getting them agreed also so that it's very clear how your success is going to be judged career accelerator game plan is also just about really setting you up for success and we do additional work together on three fronts in this program it's about building growth mindset It's about building an awareness of your strengths so that you can start seeking more opportunities that really play to those strengths. And it's about learning how to quantify and how to define and talk about the phenomenal value that you are adding every single day to your team and to your organization. Because when we do this, you grow in confidence. Like I can't tell you how, you how powerful that can be in itself when we start to value ourselves and really see the impact that we're making on a day-to-day basis. So look, if you're interested in speaking with me, we won't talk about our programs necessarily, but I'd love to invite you to a 15-minute free career strategy call with me. And in that, that's an absolutely no obligation call, but it's a means for us to get to know one another. It's a means for us to hear about some of your challenges and discuss some of your challenges. And perhaps you will be a great fit for our programs, perhaps you won't, but it's a really good starting point. Think of it like a discovery call where we get to know each other and and just see if we're a good fit for one another. You know, book one of those sessions. I have a few of those available a week and there is a link in the show notes if you want to get access to one of those sessions. You do have to be a woman in corporate, so please don't apply if you're from a small sort of small business or if you're not ready yet to have this kind of conversation only use the the session if you're ready and you're committed to your own success and you want to see what you're really capable of that's really what these sessions are for if you would like access to to one of our fabulous resources the Seven Habits of Female Execs Who Get Promoted is also available in the show notes, or you can visit rebeccasfreegift.com and get access to that straight away, and it will wang its way to your inbox. And in that document, there are so many fantastic strategies to help you get ahead in your career, to help you land your next promotion, to help you build important alliances as you go. So there's absolutely stacks of practical information in that document. Just go to rebeccasfreegift.com. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you're as excited as I am about career strategy. It is such a fundamentally important aspect of your process. So thanks so much for joining me and I will see you next week.